1: the Most Holy Trinity Monastery in Petersham, Massachusetts. So we do this broadcast from the monastery. We've been on retreat for a week. We'll be going home today. And God has been working wonders because God always works wonders when we live in faith. I'm reading from Mark 16, verse 14. Afterwards, Jesus appeared to the eleven themselves, as they sat at table, and he upbraided them for their unbelief and hardness of heart. You know, we've all gone through the school of unbelief. It's time for us to turn in that diploma and have a diploma that says faith in Jesus Christ, faith in the Father, faith in the Holy Spirit. We don't want to be unbelievers, but yet. So many of us are unbelievers, said, Well, this couldn't happen. Well, it does happen because God makes it happen. He's God Almighty. Because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into the world and preach the gospel, the whole to the whole creation. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who believes, do you believe today? you were baptized as a baby. Hallelujah. But he who does not believe will be condemned. If you do not believe, you're going to be condemned. It's time to believe. It's time to believe. And these signs will accompany those who believe. Do you believe? Then these signs will accompany you. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands upon the sick, and they will recover. These are the signs of those who believe, not the priests, not the bishops, not the pastors, not the retired people like me, but to those who believe To those who believe, I believe. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord. I believe that he shows us who the Father is and that the only way to God is through Christ. And I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of the resurrection. This is what I believe by grace of God. It's what the church believes. This is what the church believes, and this is what I believe. This is what Anthony believes. But we believe in the power of God. The power of God. Just recently, someone came to me to pray in New Hampshire uh, for someone who needed a heart transplant. So I prayed with them. And, you know, after we prayed, there were a lot of people praying. The heart was normal. Didn't need a heart transplant anymore. This is what God does to those who believe. I was just one of the prayers. There were many people praying, and the Word of God was going up so the people would be healed. This young man was healed. He needed a heart transplant. That means it was really bad. And now he's perfect in heart. That's wonderful. And I want to pray today especially for Andrea, that the infection in Andrea would be cleared up by the power of the blood of Jesus and by the glory of the resurrection.
2: It says, and these signs will accompany those who believe. So if you have belief in Jesus' name, he's given you the power to do what? First, in his name, cast out demons. Yeah. You know, God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. If you have, a, if you have fear in your heart, that's a spirit that doesn't come from heaven. You can cast it out in Jesus' name. I take authority over fear, and I command it to leave me. If you, I take authority over depression and I command it to leave me. I take authority over poverty and I command it to leave me in Jesus' name. And if we say these things in belief and faith, Jesus has vested you with power and authority they will speak in new tongues. The Lord wants to baptize you in the gift of tongues so that you get your prayer language, the angelic heavenly language, and you can speak right to the, you speak right to the father. You know, you can pick up serpents and drink any deadly thing. It will not hurt them. That's because if any darkness comes in you, but you're flooded with the light of Christ, the light of Christ can overrule everything. You know, it's like, Poison, all this stuff is real, but it's like gravity. Gravity is real. But guess what? When an airplane flies in the air, he defies the law of gravity. And that law that the airplanes working to us is greater. So the power of Jesus Christ is greater than the natural forces in the world within you. And it's activated through faith. And they will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. This is what we're doing tonight. We've had a wonderful, wonderful week up here, but it's time to get back to reality. After this, we're coming back to St. John the Baptist tonight, and I have expectant faith. Father does that there's going to be miracles that go forth tonight. That as we lay hands on people and pray in faith, that the glory of God is going to the glory of God is going to go forward, and people their lives are going to be changed. God is spirit and it is truth. So all all healings begin in the spirit, and then they come into the physical body. So when the spirit of God comes into you and begins to illuminate your life, light up your spirit, man, and it bleeds into your physical body, and your physical body comes into alignment with the power of God. You know, as we were in the glory of God this week, and with the monks in the monastery, sometimes it's hard because as the light of God comes into us in such a powerful way, it digs up darkness. But as the light of God comes in, we receive power in our body to strengthen. Father Tom, I've never seen him walk so much. I think, Father, you must have walked almost a mile a day,
1: huh? I guess I have, and it's been walking good by the grace of God. Walking good—it's—it's it's what happens when you pray. Today, I was in the chapel. Someone was going to pick me up. He fell asleep, and he couldn't pick me up. Thank God Anthony came into the chapel. I was there over an hour. I wanted to go to my own room and uh, do some work that I needed to do. But you see, the Lord was telling me while that was happening, you've got to surrender. And I I said, Lord, I surrender. But he said, you've got to surrender, and I'll do everything for you. I said, Lord, I surrender. I don't know if it ever happened, because I was nervous that they're going to forget me. (laughs) I knew they would remember me at at a certain time, but I wanted to get to my room and do some business. So you see, those who believe will do these signs. I remember Sister Miriam. She called me one day, uh, or I called her, and there were these teachers from uh, a college in uh, in Boston and they had been playing with the Ouija board and they asked who the Ouija board was. And it said the devil they scared the heart out of those people. And they called me and Sister Miriam and we prayed with them for a whole night that the enemy would be released from them and that they would be healed by the power of God. At the end of the night, It was peace. Before we started, they said, he's in here. I said, you're not telling me anything. I don't know. But at the end of the night, it was peace. They just wanted a drink of water. And so they had their drink of water. You see, these things happen. I wasn't a priest at that time, but God needed to help these four professors who had been playing with the Ouija board. You don't play with the Ouija board. You don't play with the devil because he is like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. You don't go see Madame Fufu because he is like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. You say, but I I don't mean anything. I just want to make it a joke. Well, the devil is not a joker. When you go see Madame Fufu, he's up there ready to bite you and to take you to himself. There's the lies. It's lies. lies. So we want to believe today. Believe in a wonderful way that God does things now. We don't only remember them in the Bible, but these are the signs to those who believe. That's you and that's me. Let me tell you about my first day here. My first day here was kind of rocky, and uh, I felt one on one point. That I was going to lose my marbles, <laughs> but we went up to uh, the God. McDonald's. And I had an ice cream, and it just brought me back to reality. The rest of the week has been very peaceful <laughs> by the grace of God. But you see, the enemy was trying to scare me. I'm going to lose my marbles. I'm not going to lose my marbles. We're here to pray. We're here to seek God. We're here to seek Jesus. We're here to call upon His name. We're here to see Him work in power. <laughs>
2: Amen. A little, a little McDonald's ice cream cone makes everything better. Yeah. Speaking of the, de- so speaking of the devil, it's funny because tomorrow, we know what we got. We have the Satan Con, International Satan Con. But the good news is. Jesus says, these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. So I'm going there in the power of the Holy Spirit. We're not supposed to go there to protest. And that is right. Protests do nothing. You know, that's what the, um, that's what the world does. They do protests. And mo- we don't protest. We walk out in the power of the Holy Spirit, filled with the love of God to go set the captives free, to go release the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus anointed those who believe. He's anointed you. He's anointed the, his disciples, his apostles, the 70, and he sent them out. And he says, you are vested with power and authority of heaven. What is loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. So even tomorrow, during in this next three days, during in Con, you can... Prayer is the most powerful thing. You know, when we pray, when we have mass said, it releases grace over the world, and it releases grace to the sinners, but everyone still has free will. So some people are just sent to just speak the kingdom, but it's really all done through our prayers. Mass is the most powerful prayer there is. Go to mass, adoration, pray. But you know what? The greatest thing is, we were talking about the devil, we were laughing because You know, he was lying to Father. He's lying to all of us because that's what he lied. But when we're thinking names of him, that's defeated. The whole thing is he's defeated. When we know the battle's already won, when we know that in your life, it's all just about faith. When we have faith and we have belief in God, we understand our inheritance, that greater is in you, that's in the world, that nothing can separate you from the love of God. And you walk out your life in this power and victory. Then there's one person of Jesus can stand against the whole army of the enemy because the Holy Spirit, like one smidgen of Jesus, is gr- far greater than everything of the world. I was speaking to Brother Theophilus Ryan. He's he's my best friend who came here on a retreat and never left. He's a brother now. And he was telling me to do the uh what what is it? In one key, what was he telling us to do about our God is better than your God.
1: Yes, from the prophet Elijah, who facing the gods of Baal, and there was a a time when Elijah called down fire from heaven and the Holocaust would burn. The prophets of Baal did nothing. They couldn't have any power because Baal has no power. Elijah killed all the prophets of Baal because there was a contest. And Baal, it's funny, it says that the people that believed in Baal cut themselves and screamed and hollered, where are you, God? Where are you, Baal? There was no answer because Baal isn't God. But Elijah called down fire from heaven, and it burned the Holocaust. He won the the uh, the thing. And let me tell you, he killed all the prophets of Baal. And we have so many people that believe in the Illuminati. This is coming through music, I'm understood, and that Illuminati has nothing to do with Christianity. We're into Christianity. We're into the blood of Jesus. We're into the resurrection. We're not into the Illuminati. That's just demonic, and it's evil, and people have to know that. We need to preach about that. When we go to the abortion mills, we are not doing anything but praying so that maybe a woman will change her mind. Only God knows what happens when we do things in faith.
2: And all we're we're called to do minute by minute, second by second, is God's will, what God is calling us to do. He's created us all for very different purposes and different aspects of his glory. Some of us he calls to be prayer warriors. Some of us he calls more to be evangelists. Some of us he calls to lay to lay hands on people. But the whole thing is every gift is within the Holy Spirit. So as you are surrendered to the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit becomes activated in every area of your life, and your life becomes full in the power of Christ. So tomorrow I ask you to... Keep me in your prayers, but keep all keep just just pray and just call down the kingdom of God be, no it's Thursday. You know, it's, it's not thursday friday Saturday mm-hmm. so so, but the whole thing is we're not go, we want it, we want everyone to be um, converted to God. I remember I saw Lucian who was the founder of the satanic temple in Salem. I saw him in a coffee shop, and I turned around and I said, "Man of God, I've been praying for you." And he looked at me, and I said, and I just started prophesying over his life. I said, you know how much destiny you have on your life, that God wants to use you like you used St. Paul. I see you working miracles for God. And then I said, I'm going to pray for you. And the whole thing is, it's a Colossians. Two twenty, and our life is no longer I who live, but Christ Jesus who lives through us. When we're filled with the Holy Spirit, when Jesus went and he preached, Jesus was irresistible. No one heard the words of Jesus in, in the world and they and turned away. Everyone who heard Jesus, He is irresistible. And we are called to be filled with the Holy Spirit and be irresistible to the world. Because what we have is what everyone wants. It's the power and the love of God. We are created to worship God, and if we don't worship God, we're going to fill that space in our heart and worship something else. But, uh, but as, you know, in, as a Catholic, we get the grace to come with the authority and the power of Jesus, but the tenderness of our Blessed Mother. And that combination, when we're walking in the authority of Jesus, but the tender heart that our Blessed Mother gives us, and the love that our Blessed Mother gives us, it is, it is irresistible. And so I said, Lucian, I'm going to pray for you. And he said, Yeah, okay. Probably think I was going to walk away. I said, No, I'm going to lay my hands on you. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I laid my hands on him. I started prophesying. I said, Holy Spirit, come, baptize him afresh, fill him with every grace, fill him with fire. And I began to try to cast out the devil, the spirit of death, paralysis, fear out of him, out of his life. He was being filled. And then in the coffee shop, the owner came and she's like, "We can't, she, we can't do this in here. It's not a church." But I said, "What's your name, Lucian? The not the name the devil gave you. The name God gave you to your mother, and his name is Doug." So right now, Lord, well, we pray for a conversion of his heart, that as he falls and comes to the kingdom of God, the whole the whole conference can fall. You know, that everyone who's attending this conference, Jesus, you want them to go to heaven. You want them to be in your kingdom and give us a heart for you. I pray that there's no division among the Christians. There's no battling. And everyone who comes out to evangelize has a tender heart, a loving heart. They're they're not there to condemn, but we're here to bring life, to save what is lost, to be irresistible for Jesus, that that we glow with the Holy Spirit so people look at us and people look at you and they say, wow, what's different about them? Wow, they're filled with heaven. And in their soul, they they, they crave Jesus because everyone craves Jesus, but Jesus craves you. And Jesus craves to have every area of your life and every aspect of your life. The Holy Spirit wanted me to bring this out because it's very important. At the Satanic Temple, the first drop down on their website is that abortion is a religious right for them, the Satanists, that they have religion, that they're they're appealing to the courts, that abortion is a religious right. So there's people who are listening right now who have a hard time with it, but the religion of Satan is saying that our, our religious rights and our religious practice is abortion, and it needs to be respected.
1: It's like the prophets of uh, Moloch. They offered their children to this false god. They did this in the times of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moloch was the god that wanted the children to be dead. That's what happens when we kill children at uh, the abortion mill. One lady once, she looked at me and said, I'm pro-choice. I said, well, if you're pro-choice, you've got to know that you're killing a child. You've got to know that, that it's not just a bunch of cells, but it's a child that you're killing. And then you can say you wanna be pro-choice, that you're killing a child. Every abortion kills a child. There is forgiveness for those who have them by the grace of God, great forgiveness. God wants to just make them soldiers in the army of Christ. And you know, you just need to go to confession and confess it, and it gets washed away. This abortion thing is, is so evil because the devil loves to dare have children die for him. And you know, we don't preach it enough. We don't preach it enough in our churches that we need to talk about Jesus Christ, about his love, about his blood, about his death and resurrection. And we need to talk about things of the world, that the world wants people to be uh, to be killers of children. We don't want to kill children anymore. We want to have God lift up the children. You know, Mother Teresa said, you know, bring the children to me. I'll take them all. And she said maybe one day when they had an abortion, we killed someone like Einstein. That's only God knows. Only God knows.
2: Yeah. So every life has so much value, you know. And well, Father Tom said it's so true. There's so much forgiveness. There's so much mercy. And you know, a- any sins we've done, anyone who's had an abortion, or just any any sin, like mercy is Jesus's and God's greatest attribute. It's love in action. And what Jesus told Saint Faustina. Was the greater the sinner, the greater right they have to my mercy i I thank God for that for me and for my life, you know and that goes forth for for everyone even this weekend you know I was reading a book on contemplation and to like when we when we come when we come to a place of love in our heart, everyone is the same for us. It doesn't matter if they're a murderer or the Nobel Prize winner, we look at them all the same. Because they're all children of God and we just have a we have a deep love for them. If anyone's acting out or hurting, it's a sad state when you don't have Jesus in your life. You know, because if someone's mistreating you, how much pain must they be in to be treating someone else that way? You know, what's going on in our interior life is reflected not only in the way we treat people, but in our life. So we're just called to pray, to have mercy, to have joy. I don't really feel like we're called to tell anyone they're going to hell or condemn people. We're not the judge. We're just called to bring the love of Christ. it will be faith, hope, and love, but we're judged on love. We're judged on charity, love of neighbor because of love of Jesus. And as we walk forward in the love of God, we bring heaven upon earth. As we walk forward... It, in the love of God and do God's will in the spiritual realm, we make vibrations and we make waves that we don't even know what's happening. These monks, they don't leave the, their monastery and they don't do any active works of, you know, active works of ch- charity, but they're probably changing the world through constant adoration and praying all day more than I ever will, more than any of us ever will, because There's a spiritual realm, and it's realer than the physical realm. And as we pray, as we do God's will, as we just do as God tells us to do, it reverberates in the spiritual realm. And God wants you to reverberate with power. We have as much power as our prayer life has. And as we pray, God releases fruits into our life and into the world. So I guess today, we challenge you first, we ask you, we invite you, we beg you, come down to St. John the Baptist tonight, seven o'clock prayer meeting, come and be filled by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the power of God. Anything is possible. These meetings are becoming progressively more and more powerful. God is showing up in more and more powerful ways. Lives are being changed. People are being delivered. People are being healed. People are being set free from childhood trauma, childhood abuse, pain in their body. This is God's will that what is happening on heaven is happening on earth. And you know, when, when everyone's in one accord and the glory falls, God wants you to be filled with the glory.
1: These monks are the nervous system of the body of Christ. Without these contemplative people, we would have taken the stroke Thank God for these contemplative people who seek the face of God, and many times in darkness, many times in darkness, but they continue to worship Jesus as the blessed sacrament, and they bring about the holiness of God in the world. God bless you.
0: 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season.